Uh, hey, and welcome back. I missed you. I miss you. It's been so long. Yeah. Since um, we were together. That's not a real song. Right. For anyone who nope. cares. So, no copyright. It is week 18, and we skipped week 17 because Brent was sick, and I was over it. I didn't really feel like doing it anyway. <laughs> I didn't know that you had a... <laughs> I just thought I was sick, but uh, I'm glad that it was a mutual, just like, nope. We could have done it, like, Wednesday. Well, I was still not feeling great Wednesday, but we could have done it that week, but it was also... I mean, take a break. Reflect. Yeah, mid-season, mid-season break. Mid-season break. Spring break. Yeah. Huh. Winter break. Um, so, yeah, we're like professionals. So, two weeks away, how are you different than... Two weeks ago, I had some hope that there would not be a new ban on travel from certain countries, but there is. Two weeks ago, I thought maybe there would be a smoking gun in the Russia thing, but there's still not. Two weeks ago, I thought <laughs> maybe, um, maybe he'll, you know, either his speech in front of Congress will be good, or he'll be really terrible and everyone will hate him and we'll make some progress and either of those things happen. Two weeks ago, I thought, uh, <laughs> the, maybe the... Women's uh, day without a woman would be bigger, a big deal, and I don't even know if it was. <laughs> Maybe I, it was two weeks ago. I thought that the healthcare proposal that the Republicans are have put together, I didn't expect that to happen, but so it did quickly. But I haven't. Two weeks ago, I didn't think um, <laughs> they would just have shitty Obamacare, but they do. I two weeks ago, I didn't think that. We'd all still be alive. But we are! But we are! Surviving. I'm not surviving. I'm not going to give up. That's the exact amount of seconds you can sing that before we have to pay. Three seconds. Uh, <laughs> I read up on that. I read up on my copyright. You can play three seconds of any song without having to pay. But you can cover a song. So I could sing it, I think. And it'll be fine. So I'm going to continue. I'm not. I'm not going to continue. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about, well, I guess. I what are you talking about, Sean? <laughs> I guess to, what are you talking about? to go with the format of our actual show, um, I'm fine. <laughs> I yeah. feel like I don't feel extra anything. I'm kind of in the groove now. Like, this is just how I am. <laughs> Every Your body's like acclimating to the dread. And the yeah. I'm You're like, like, this is the normal now. Yeah. Um, it's, it's normalized. Hashtag normalization. All right. Um, but yeah. Is that, is that, how are you, how are well, you? Well, I guess to kind of piggyback off of that, if there's a leader of the free world that I would rather think less of, <laughs> I'm glad it's this one. <laughs> like, he's not just like moderately bad or like kind of incompetent. He's like majorly on all fronts. Yeah. So go us. <laughs> go America. You're really working things out. <laughs> it's true. That's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like, you know, at least he's terrible. At least this is warranted fear and anxiety that we're all feeling. Yeah. Um, I mean, so far, nothing. Nothing's 
like there hasn't been a big bill that's passed that's like that's like really bad. I mean, even the trans bathroom like recommendations that the White House made that were rescinded, like that doesn't I mean, it didn't like legislate anything before and it's not like in fact certain states moved to protect <laughs> that like what 28 states or something like that like or 18 or some number mm. <laughs> some number of things uh reacted so i feel like for the most part yeah i don't feel i don't feel like things have changed I it's have still a early. little more confidence after i don't know how many weeks till he was actually sworn in like eight I have a little more confidence in the past eight or so weeks that the checks and balances are going to work <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah, they've worked. Because so far, okay. like, uh, you know. The travel ban. It, it sucks. But, I mean, okay. <laughs> right. Things, like, people not... are. I mean, people would say he's doing this thing where he's, like, seeing how much he can get away with and... The second muzzle blend is really all he ever wanted in the first place. And he's just, that's, we're fucked if we give him an inch. But it's like, or you could not hate your whole life and look at it and just say, well, we did something. We stopped something. We made it a little. A little harder. A little bit different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things that I think in the long run we'll have a better sense of how effective our resistance was and is. Um, yeah. But these little victories along the way uh, make me smile a little bit, make me feel like not everything is shit. It's a little bit better. I feel like I thought about it a little bit just now, and I guess the biggest issue is not real policy, but just kind of the the climate he puts the country in. Yeah, you know, the, the I'm going to burn down a mosque yeah. climate or tip over some Jewish headstones, spray That's paint swastikas backwards. To. Fucking idiots. <laughs> on tombstones. Yeah, there was a... Uh, I was talking to you about this just now, that mosque that got burned down. Who are you? Suspiciously in Ipsy. It's not confirmed arson, but... Jacques! It's like, okay... <laughs> Really? Even here? They, they did say that the fire started from within, which is They just said odd. it was suspicious because no one was there. Yeah, no one was there and started from the inside, which I guess is not typical. Usually if there's like an electrical fire or something like that, there's someone there and they yeah. see it happen. But, but um, yeah. yeah, if you're in the area or even if you're not and you care, I posted about it on our Facebook so you could go to the fundraiser and donate like five bucks or whatever to the Islamic Center of Ypsilanti to help them rebuild. Yeah, I'm about to do a live Ooh. update. And by live, I mean in the next few hours when you listen to this, dedicated listeners. Live. Uh, you will see what amount they're at. So as of 823, oh, 824 p.m. Oh, they've hit their goal. <laughs> right. They're at 21,000 of the $20,000 goal, but it is a, um, it's one of those campaigns that they get as much as they get. So 
you have until April 12th. So you have a whole month to continue to donate and support. Please do. There have been 545 people who have donated. 545? What is... That's... What? That's it? And that's how much they... Oh, my God. Some big spenders on there. Yeah. Um, so if you are a local Ipsy, Ann Arbor, Washtenaw community resident, please fund them. Um, it is not fair. Yeah, that... it said there was like $100,000 of damage. I assume they have like insurance or something, so that's why they only need 20000 But, um, you yeah. know, the more we can raise for them, the more like we'll help uh, part of our community feel less ostracized. So that's cool. Um, yeah, people did spend a lot. There's three people that did 500 or more. Wow. Six did 250 or more. 52 did 100 or more. Wow. That's a lot of kind folks. Yeah. Um, so thank you all who have contributed. Sean donated and, uh, (laughs) five bucks. What up? And I haven't yet, but I did donate to the Star Trek Deep Space Nine documentary, so I oh. feel like it's only it's the same. appropriate for me to donate more <laughs> to this campaign because yeah. it actually impacts the community. Oh, and I me. will say I double checked with um, the like official organization that this is the right fundraiser, and it goes to them. And oh, it does. Good. Um, I also it's, learned that LaunchGood.com, where it's hosted, is a startup crowdfunding platform from um, Muslim Americans. What? Really? And all the causes are like for stuff like this. What a good name. Yeah, launchgood.com. They've raised over $15 million for similar... Almost $16 million. Yeah. On 1,600 campaigns in 77 countries. Maybe they're not Americans, actually, but they're, you know... They're Islamic people. So, yeah. That's cool. Optimism on the podcast. Who knew? Well, yeah. Opti- re- reactions to things burning down. The good, it's a good reaction to things burning down. Like, hey, let's fund their rebuilding. Um, I want to get your take on the strike because we're men. So, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if we experienced it at all. Um, or... I don't know what a successful general strike across the whole country looks like. So I haven't seen any metrics about, I've seen a few like anecdotal, like a school had to close or a business closed in solidarity. But I haven't seen any like hard numbers of like the financial impact, the uh, labor impact was X on this day, which I feel like is not a good sign. I don't think that there's any sort of, media cover-up happening. I think it just wasn't a huge... I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know how many women decided, or men, Solidarity, or whoever, uh, decided to strike. I know I did not, because I feel very supported in my environment at work, and my work doesn't really... It doesn't... It's it's not... uh, America doesn't really benefit from my work, I just realized. Like, 35% of my work <laughs> benefits the U.S. of A, but the other 65% benefits England. So, oh, good. Uh, I guess. I mean, England's a shithole right now, too. So, Yeah, if but, I don't go to yeah. work, I just don't get paid for that day, so I went. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I, I've been sick, and I, I mean, a lot of factors. But there, I have a few coworkers who did not show, but they didn't say, "Oh, I'm striking." They said, "Oh, I just want to take a day off to reflect," and you know, because I feel like the word "strike," especially if you work in a supportive environment, comes off a little like, "Well, why are you striking from us? Like, we love you and we support you." But the broader message, if it has been received, is you need to listen to these, this segment of the population, this yeah. over half of the population, um, because they have an impact. So I'm not sure. I don't know. Have you seen any, like... Yeah, I didn't see anything. I saw there were rallies um, that people went to in New York, which was cool. Um, I don't think it uh, people understand, even I, I don't even think I understand what really just understand it. Like what a strike is. <laughs> like what, why would you strike? What does it do? What does success look like? So it's similar to a boycott. Um, the, it's a one day, it was a one day demonstration of economic solidarity. Right. So it's, it's supposed to show like, look what happens without women. So, you know, the, 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 the hit list for a day without a woman was women take the day off from paid and unpaid work, no shopping. And then there was an exception on the website with exceptions for small women and minority owned businesses. And then wear red in solidarity. Um, So it was supposed to be kind of a strike in line with some Yemeni immigrant store owners in New York city. Yeah. They did Day Without Immigrants. I think it's more of a local thing. I feel like you can't... (laughs) Like, in certain communities, I feel like there was probably a big impact. Um, uh, A nationwide strike just seems like it would never really have super big impact, especially if it's just one day. The strikes that I think of when I think of a strike are like the auto workers striking for days and days and days. And in Flint and eventually we got like the 40 hour work week. Yeah. And then <laughs> like stuff like that yeah. like, prolonged, like you're striking until you get what you want. Not like just like a show of support for one day and then you go back to work. Yeah. So there hasn't been, I'm looking up like the impact of the strike. Um, and again, it's kind of those anecdotal like school closings, but the communities in which schools were closed, um, Alexandria, Virginia, Maryland, uh, North Carolina, Chapel Hill, and then uh, D.C. There are some schools in D.C. that closed. So, and there's a court in Rhode Island that was closed. Nice. So, um, there doesn't seem to be a reflection or a study done on the impact of the finances, I guess, yeah. that have been impacted. But... It seems like certain communities just came together. And there was just more organizing happening that day. So that's cool. Good. Done. Um, Check. So it's weird. Bless you, Brent. Infinite sneezing. Woo. So it's weird that. Oh, not done yet. There we go. There we go. Last one. Promise. Still kind of sick. Not like I don't feel sick, but like I'm still like 
You sneeze, sneeze all the time. That's true. <laughs> so, but my nose has been running all day. So, fun. Is this imagery. is this band happening right now? Is what it, is, is this new? Is this new tr- Muslim band like the sixteenth? No, the sixteenth is when it takes effect. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. Because I haven't. <laughs> I was like, it kind of sucks that like nobody is talking about it anymore. But um, I mean, a, I yeah, saw I a judge. Yeah, didn't um, stop it. Said it's like it's not the same or whatever. So that sucks. It's still like no refugees. Period for like 120 days or whatever. There's no more indefinite portion for certain countries like Syria. Or maybe there is. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. Uh, there's no new visas being made for 120 days. It's just going to be made more permanent later, probably. Because they're saying it's just for increased vetting. And they want to review everything. So they can make it even harder to get in. So it's not like, oh, it's temporary. It's temporary, but then it's going to be something different. And it's probably going to be worse. (laughs) So, um, it's not even the scariest part. The scariest part is Voice, the um, organization that Trump touted during his speech to the joint session of Congress about publicizing crimes committed by immigrants. Oh, yeah. Illegal immigrants. Like, there's a whole, like, (laughs) there's a new PR wing at the White House. That's going to tell the press all about every little crime an immigrant commits. Like, that's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Um, so I'm mad about that. And there were audible, like, boos when he talked about it on TV. So the band, I just was doing some quick research yeah. from a reputable news organization. And... Uh, about four hours ago, like how many states? Several states joined uh, in the suits against the travel ban. So they're just waiting back to hear from the judges to see if they have like staying power to like be like, no, don't do it because uh, it's happening Thursday. Mm. Um, right. Because what I was talking about was they were trying to get it. I think. I think what I read was. They were trying to see if the stay on the old one applied to the new one. That's one part of it. The other part was they... And they said, no, no, they have new stuff, too. Yeah, they have to prove that people are negatively impacted by this. Um, Right. So the states collectively are like, yeah, we've got, like, 70 people and 70 businesses, too. Like, people and businesses that have been negatively impacted. And companies like Amazon um, are kind of backing the suit to be like, hey, it negatively impacts our recruiting and our communications with other countries, so please don't do this because it is pointless. Yeah, our immigration, quote-unquote, process isn't just like people that just want to come to the U.S. and chill. Knock, knock. It's like people that get hired for jobs (laughs) in the United States. That go through a background check, et cetera, like... And um, it's already really super hard to get here. There's already extreme vetting. Uh, 
I was reading something that there's a prediction that kind of speaking of people coming to this country, there's a prediction that like travel is going to decrease significantly and it's going to negatively impact the economy because of all this, which makes perfect sense. Like you already got European nations being like, no, we don't want to accept visaless Americans anymore. Um, yeah. And they don't want to do like, like the, the world's cup here anymore or some shit like that. Some, yeah. Event. So like, this is the country that we're building and it's, it's terrible. Yeah. In case, um, someone's like, well, fuck it. It's just temporary. Like, I just want to say <laughs> there's no reason for this. There's no, it's not like we're just letting in people willy-nilly and they're terrorists it's never happened <laughs> there's not like when trump says that there's an issue and people are like committing terrorism from being refugees which is not the same as immigrants but specifically with refugees that especially we just need to let like 10 times as many refugees into this country we're like the wealthiest biggest country that can take in the most refugees and we're not. And there's millions and millions of refugees more than there's ever been to take in. And they're like dying in these stupid camps because it's just like tense fucking in the desert shit. Yeah. And I think at this point, like I, at first when, you know, I heard about these refugee crises, I thought, Oh, Europe should be doing more because they're so close. And like, but the more I think about it, the more I'm like, everyone should be doing more. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no reason. There's no can. reason. Um, it already takes years. The system, the way it is under Obama, <laughs> it already takes years to get here. And it's not even like you choose. You flee your country. You're in some shitty camp. You just like wait. You wait it out. You wait for years in the shitty camp. Your kids get sick. <laughs> you probably die in the meantime. There's shitty health care. There's shitty food. There's like no water. <laughs> for years. Let me just stress that again. <laughs> And they've just placed you. You don't choose. They just throw you in whatever country will take you at the end. And then there's like more background checks. It's crazy. And it's crazier because under the last ban, that was just like everyone doesn't matter, even if they're in the air right now. People that waited years and went through all that were sent back. Right. It's just like... <laughs> WTF. So that we can, for what? So that we can be like, well, <laughs> you're probably a terrorist, so we got to do some more checks. It's like, they're not, there's no way they could be. There's no way they would have even known they were going to the United States. <laughs> it is not the easiest way to get into the United States. It's not like it's hard to get here already. Why do you, I just like, why do you want to even be here? Go, like, this is a terrible country. Like, uh, if you're just going to come here and do terrorism, you can just visit. <laughs> you don't have to be a refugee. <sighs> Whatever. Terrible. Yeah, I, I mean, there's just some flawed, bizarro logic. Um, I mean, it makes sense from the point of view of, like, I need to find a common enemy. I mean, it's a lot harder to say, actually, it's the white men that are killing more people and harming the economy more than anybody else. Like, it's really hard to come to that realization when you're a white man. Um, yeah. 
And it sucks, but it's true. Yeah, I guess it's not... I guess it's not how travel works. You can't just visit. You have to get a visa, and you can't get a visa anymore. So he is taking care of that. He is at least following through on his shitty logic. Real shitty. But um, I just... It doesn't... Their press conference, I watched the beginning of it defending this, and their defense was that the president has the right to do this. <laughs> well, not that we need it. Not that it's factually... Like, can. there's facts that show that... He can do this. He could also go suck a fucking D. <laughs> and then they had another guy come out, and he started talking about 9-11. It was like, what is this world? I'm like... Like, I get it. Is, you know, this extremist terrorist wave is a true, truly bad, terrible thing that's displacing a lot of people. But people are fucking leaving this region of the world because of this. Like, they're not leaving to, like, most of them aren't leaving to do more harm. They're leaving to get the fuck out. And it's like, I feel, I'm starting to feel the same way. I'm starting to feel like, well, maybe I should fucking find a new country because this is miserable. Yeah. I'm not there yet because I'm white and I'm a man, but I'm next. Like I'm on the list of people to fuck over. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's not Americans that are doing this, but illegal people that live in the United States are going to Canada now. Yeah. Did you read that? Yeah, Canada has like a this huge influx of um, people crossing the border because they are scared of what Trump is going to do to them, and they're like, "Cool, come in," <laughs> and they're fine. <sighs> yeah, Justin Trudeau, give me that booty. <laughs> yeah. Let me just fawn over your sexy booty, even though having a sexy president, you're head of state for something and you, you're hashtag problematic, but whatever. Yeah. They like the pipeline. He loves pipelines, which um, that sucks. Everything sucks. Um, what's next? Russia. Oh God. When are they going to, when will the bow break? Like, I'm sick of this. I want like the big reveal. Like when is, is Trump going to just come out and he's going to like take off his jacket and it's going to be like a fucking Russian flag. Yeah. And he's going to be like, I was Vladimir Putin the whole time. Oh my God. Like, can that happen already? Because I, I'm just sick of waiting and like nothing. Ugh. Yeah. Time is nigh. The time is not. Yeah. There's just so many people that have ties to Russia. <laughs> They're tied up. And there's... Um, They're brewskis. There's this one Russian who admitted that he was in the United States to make sure that this one policy was changed Ugh. with regards to, like... <laughs> I don't remember what country it was. But, like... We were being harsh against Russia because they were fucking up with some other country. Yeah. And at the Republican National Convention where they write their platform, they changed the Republican oh, yeah. Party platform at that time during the convention so that 
we were no longer tough on Russia because of this. Like, and <laughs> the campaign was like, we don't know how that happened. We don't know how that happened. So you were in the room. How do you and know how that happened? The Republican National Convention was like, we don't know how that happened. <laughs> it's like, well, you changed your platform to be more pro-Russia. And um, then one of the Trump's campaign people came forward and said that he was the one that did it. And he was under direct orders from Trump to <laughs> change the Republican party platform to be easier on Russia. I mean, I get... I, I just, I don't get, I don't, I don't know. And he's on tape years ago saying that him and Putin, Putin are buds. <laughs> like, and then he's like, I don't know. I don't know Putin. I don't know Putin now. Huh. Like, All right. Cool. That's, that's great. Yeah. So they got some shit. They got some shit on Trump. The theory is that they're blackmailing Trump. To get what they want. That's Russia? what the theory is. Yeah. I mean, what other shit is there? <laughs> you don't like, know. I just, at this point, like... The theory is... The thing is, he's going to just keep doing all this crazy shit because by the time whenever that reveal comes, whenever that reveal comes, it's going to be like, yeah, okay. Like... Yeah. No, the theory is it's financial. So the theory is... Um, so there's all these Ooh, banks. Tell me more. Banks. Yeah, there's all these banks, what? like, by Russia in, like, Crimea or something, like some island over there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the name They're of it. They're banks. They're Russian banks. There's, like, Russian banks that have all this, like, shady cash that people use to launder money, basically. And um, Trump is, like, involved with that tangentially because okay. you basically buy big expensive things that you don't need just to like convert your dirty cash to like capital. Okay. So Trump owned the most expensive house like ever built. It's in like Miami or something. And he bought it for like 20 million or something. Did nothing to it. It was still a piece of shit mansion. And then this Russian oligarch like, Dude bought it for like a hundred million, <laughs> just like for no reason, never moved in, never even visited. Um, yeah. So there's what? just shit like that. That's weird. There's just shit like that going on <laughs> where he has like really curious financial ties to the Russians that nobody's looking into except for fucking Rachel Maddow. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I read something. Congress like doesn't give a fuck. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, even though I'm happy with some of the things that, like, the opposition party, <laughs> a.k.a. the Democrats, have done and are doing to help, it just feels like... I well, mean, no, for this, they're calling for an investigation. They're, like, keeping that up. They're definitely keeping oh, that I up. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought... Like, they're continually, like, we need to investigate this. God, they've got a lot of shit to oppose. They've got fucking healthcare, yeah. travel ban... It's just too much. But, like, it's just not happening because they don't have the power. But there there are some investigations happening, but they're not, like, they're, like, in these committees that are, like, Republican-run, and they're like, well, we don't think he really had anything to do with Russia. We don't think Russia had anything to do with the election at all. And it's like, we, 
actually, there we been, already settled that. Those are facts that have been they interfere. <laughs> like, Russia did want to influence the election. So those people are the ones doing the like quote unquote investigations. And like, how does a congressman do an investigation? They do they call a private eye? Do they are they calling the like? Are they tapping? Are they looking into the phone records? Like what? Like is John McCain like b- over his desk, like flipping through the phone book? Like who do I call around here to investigate? The- yeah. Oh, I know. It's like the intelligence committees in Congress. So it's like terrible. It's all terrible. It's like another organization, like the FBI, the CIA, the NSA. And I just I can't put myself in the mindset of a Republican who's like supportive of this president, just in name only. Like, oh, he's a Republican. He said this. It's like how. How do you make that leap from, I mean, is it, is it a whole, like, oh, the people have spoken, the system is working? Like, yeah. how do you make that leap? I still am not convinced that these people, I mean, how far does it go? Trump, Paul Ryan, and the Republicans are so fucking erect for their stupid tax cut, <laughs> their stupid tax cut plans, and their... Health care plans. They're like, as long as these Trump can just give us our legislative agenda that we can destroy the country that we've been wanting for so many years, we don't give a fuck Uh, what happens. That's so weird. Yeah, because it's true. They're never going to have this opportunity again because they're so fucking shitty. (laughs) They're never going to have control of every part of the government to pass this kind of shit ever again. So they're like. Fuck it, we don't give a fuck if we have fucking Vladimir Putin in the White House, as long as he signs our bills. Yeah, I guess desperate times call for desperate measures. Maybe you're back into a corner. Because your bills suck, so I guess this is the only way you're going to get them passed. They have no, like, popular support. If you rig the entire electoral system in the whole United States with all the fucking gerrymandering. Yeah, they're in it for the long haul. I mean, yeah, gerrymandering plus patience plus Trump. Because a recipe for success. It's not even the Republicans. It's everyone that bought them. It's like, yeah, it was fucking big. the fucking insurance companies and healthcare shit. Health, you know. Anyway, big pharma. Big. Hey, time for a big pharma. Yeah. I like the way you call me, big pharma. The Congressional Budget Office said that Four, the healthcare bill. 14, this is an aside. Fourteen million. <laughs> yeah. Is what, Sean? I don't know. The number of people who would lose health insurance. Yes. Yeah. Millions of people. <laughs> this new plan. Will lose health insurance, but it'll be a little bit cheaper. They did decide that for it'll be a little bit cheaper. Cheaper for who? Young, healthy people, which is great for me. I'm not mad about that. I mean, I get insurance. That is to not work. at all what I'm saying. No, it's <laughs> for the government. Oh. It's less money for the government in the budget. Yeah. Well, it's also more expensive for all Americans. More expensive for most Americans. Cheaper plans is what I meant for younger people. More expensive plans for older people, which on the surface makes sense until you realize that like these old people don't work anymore. They don't have I money. Did, I did look um, because for people our age, we get 2000 bucks a year, just 2000 bucks to help pay for health insurance. And I was like, I think that is, I think that is good for me actually, but it's actually less than my subsidy. Uh. <laughs> so, um, that sucks. So, fuck you, Trump care. More like don't care. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. No, but um, 
the Russia thing, I <laughs> I forgot. There's another part to it. Um, so the Secretary of State Rex Tillerson. That guy, yeah. You know how he's the guy that got the like Medal of Friendship from Putin, but or whatever. Like you are, you are my friend. They're super close. Trump like didn't really even know Rex Tillerson until like he was looking for a Secretary of State. Um, and the Secretary of State is like diplomacy. Make sure America is like the leader of the free world and keeps the peace. Yeah. NATO, all that good stuff. Um, so the Secretary of S- or the State Department has like no staff. <laughs> they want to cut the budget 37%. What? And Rex is like, sure, whatever. Because. <laughs> Because he's fucking in the pocket of Putin who wants to be the leader instead of the United States. He wants to knock down the United States and make sure we're, like, not, like... Number one anymore. We're not, like, leading the world anymore with, like... Yeah, he wants to be the new... So that he can have, like, his own shitty NATO and, like, go to war with all these countries and not have any repercussions and be, like, a strong, strong man, world power... Which is scary as fuck. There's going to be war because (laughs) they're fucking blackmailing Trump and telling him who you should hire for the fucking State Department. Yeah. It's so terrible. Because, yeah, it's not like they blackmailed him and they got them to change the RNC platform. It's like, they're still getting what they want. Like they're still actively dictating U.S. policy to weaken us, and nobody cares. Which, to be fair, is what we do everywhere, all the time. Sucks. Sucks beyond the the receiving end of uh, a foreign government, doesn't it? Okay. Yes, but I hate. I know. I'm just being doubled up. I hate that. (laughs) Like, that's true. But I would not make the logical leap to say that that means that it's, like, any less bad. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It should not be happening. We don't deserve this. It's not even like we are... It's not even just fuck America, it's like, fuck the world, because our State Department (laughs) handles a lot of, like, the entire... It keeps everything balanced. Absolutely. So the whole world's going to be fucked. Right. It's, like, a bigger deal if somebody does it to us. Like, my meaning, Yeah, my meaning was there are some, and I'm sure Putin is one of them, that feel like, you know, American... um, I mean, they see it as control over the world. They consider us the world controllers and I can see how they're sick of it. I mean, they want their time to dominate and yeah, it's not in the best interest of anybody but themselves. Um, and I would say that we've had leaders in the past, both who have thought, you know, Oh, how can we make the world a better place? And also actually, how can we make America a better place first at the expense of certain others? Um, but they haven't been this bad. <laughs> they haven't been so completely 
I don't even know the words for it anymore. Like, I, inept isn't because it's like so, it's like deviously inept uh, ineptitude. I don't even know. Okay. So yeah, the whole world is uh, being shaken up. Yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> oh my on god! The bright side. The bright side. Yeah, on the bright side. Lord's got a new album dropping soon. Oh my god! It's so good. Um, all the TV shows are coming to the Netflix and the Hulu. Did you know Elizabeth Moss is a Scientologist? I did. You did? I told you that. You told me that? <laughs> I sure did. God damn it. Yeah. But, I mean, well, I I don't. I can't approve. I'm sorry. She's great, but I just I don't like that. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> is that not what this podcast is? Are we doing something else now? This isn't the Elizabeth Ma- Mosscast? No. Okay. Mosscast, still a Scientologist. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so <laughs> I had read a cool Twitter uh, rant earlier this week about Arab Americans. So Dearborn, Michigan, if you don't know, has a very high Arab American population. Hello. And years ago, you'd usually just say Arab American, but now media often says Muslim instead. Ooh, but there are so many different kinds of Arab Americans. Exactly. Like Chaldeans. Yes, Chaldeans are Christians. And um they're from Iraq. So it used to be Arab American and there was that whole community that uh, was focused on basically nationality. And then it focused more on religion in recent years. Muslim it, American. Right. Muslims. And it stressed religion instead of ethnicity or culture. Um, there's less uh, community in like Dearborn and around... Everywhere, it's kind of like splintering those groups because, for example, <laughs> Palestinian American Christians used to be influential in Arab American orgs like the ADC, but it's less so today because religion is emphasized in the media and like the world as an Islamic identity being highlighted in the West instead of just being an Arab person. So, like, Culture's changing, and everything's fucked. <laughs> and uh, it even happens... It's not even just a Western thing. It's also, like, in Arab countries, shit's getting more fucked because it's more focused on religion instead of just nationality. Apparently. That's sad. Well, it's just... I mean, it goes to show you, like, it's so powerful how... The terrorists are winning, <laughs> basically. basically. Update! They're winning! Yeah. Do you think Trump care will pass? I can't. I mean, do they need more than 50%? <laughs> no, because the one of the reasons it's so shitty is because they can't make any big policy changes without needing 60 votes. Okay. To pass filibuster because the bill, the American... The American Healthcare Act is actually just a budget bill. 
Right. I read that, yeah, they can't make changes to certain components of the Affordable Care Act. Right. If it doesn't have to, I guess if it doesn't have to do with the budget. Yeah. I don't know how that um, works. But yeah. Then if they need 60, I am more hopeful that it will not pass. Yeah. Because it's what? We're at 5248? Yep. And I don't think I don't think that our Democratic Congress, well, senators, are ca- like I don't think their constituents are calling in like, yeah, pass this. The people that are calling in are like, no, stop, I will die. Yeah. So I can't see how it would pass. But what then? Are we transitioning to that segment? I don't know. Yeah, we are. I guess. What then? Because. They revise it? I don't think they'll... I don't... Look. (laughs) What do you think? I don't think they're going to do shit with healthcare. Ever. This is just... It's just going to stall, and they're going to be like, okay. I just don't see how it happens. (laughs) Like, you can't pass any meaningful legislation unless it's socialist. It's the only way you'll get Democratic support. I hope. (laughs) Yeah, I can't anything imagine. else that you do is just going to be some bullshit that preys on poor people. I mean, if it will pass if they find some weird loophole in the ancient documents that establish parliamentary procedure in the Senate. I just feel like they've done that so many times. Like they found one weird rule where they could vote yeah. on these uh, cabinet <laughs> positions quicker. Quicker. Oh my god! Yeah, that's true. So like it might that way, but I mean it's, it's still shitty. It doesn't inspire confidence yeah. in anybody. The Republicans aren't unified right now, but they they might because it's their only shot. It's one shot, like Eminem said. <laughs> because it's just, this is, I think this is all they can do. I think it's like, a stupid bill, but strategically, what's the most I annoying? I think it's their Hail Mary. I mean, yeah, the, the annoying thing to me is that and this doesn't make sense to me. So let's see if you can help me understand this. Trump has said, along the campaign trail, he wants to rebuild America's infrastructure. He said it a lot. In the analysis of that campaign promise, whoever it is that analyzes that shit says that that's going to be met with extreme resistance in the Republican-led Congress. Like, they're not going to want to spend money on that. Yeah. I don't understand that. I understand not wanting to spend money, but I don't understand how they could not do that. Like the most popular part, the most like accessible campaign promise that that man made. <laughs> like, how could you say no to that? That's your chance to be like, unify the party. Oh, look, he said something that's going to benefit everyone. I guess it would depend on how they raised that money to pave the roads and change all the pipes to not have lead in them anymore. But I just feel like that's like the one thing that we can all agree on. If there was a democratic led Congress, it would be happening. But Paul Ryan is going to introduce that bill. (laughs) Paul Ryan's not going to be like, let's have the new American reinvigoration and reinvestment act or whatever the fuck that was called. Yeah, Do you remember all those signs along the road? Like this is a, Reinvesting in America, whatever it was. Yeah, remember that? That was Bush. Was that Bush era? No, it was Obama. That was like, that was the. What was that? The that was like the bailout. That was that bailout oh. money. 
Oh. That was that saving us from the Great Depression money that oh, they hey. passed that made everyone hate Obama. That <sighs> paid that paid off. Like that's the thing. Like I just I I get that there are community suffering, but I also I don't know. I don't understand I don't... why anyone in America besides like the super super rich, which can't possibly represent that many votes, <laughs> doesn't like why do we give a shit if America's in debt? It's not your debt. It doesn't I don't understand it. I said this I mean, before. I guess it matters if I don't know. I don't know enough about money. I don't either. <laughs> Does it matter? I'm in debt. I'm not gonna pay off my debt. Blah. Here we go. Yeah, I guess we should talk to like somebody that knows about that yeah. stuff. <laughs> well, I just know. I the only thing I know about American debt is that we had to incur debt like early on, like Thomas Jefferson era, to be able to be taken seriously as a nation. Like we needed to show that we could handle a large debt to be like we're a player. Mm. But I don't know what that... I don't know what that means, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah so crumbling infrastructure, going to keep crumbling. 50,000 people without power, probably still, uh, in southeast Michigan. So, yeah. Yeah, we should all just have our own solar panels and batteries. Yeah. The fact that we don't have batteries in our home... We have batteries in our phones, batteries in our computers, batteries in our cars. We don't have batteries in our houses yet? What the fuck? Yeah. If, if any point... We have batteries between... in our clocks... <laughs> what the fuck? If my clock can have a battery, then Whoa. we can tear down the electric grid. It's not the same. It is the same thing. Tesla. Tesla. Has Tesla. A, there's a house battery. Tesla. There's a house battery. But anyway. They've made it. It is annoying that if, at any point between my house and the power plant, like a thousand miles away, there's any break, I'm fucked. Speaking of Tesla, if... I don't understand how they're the only company... I mean... They're, like, the only company, like, innovating and wanting to, like, make the world more, like, green, I guess. They're not. They're just the one. I mean, they're not, but, like, they're, I mean, Elon, like, he unveiled that, like. I guess they're the most aggressive. He unveiled that, like, solar panel shingle thing, and it was, like, that is so smart and so cool. If every house, or if, like, 50% of houses had solar shingles, we wouldn't be having these problems right now. Yeah, and he did, um, he's gonna power like the this this whole island in Hawaii or something <laughs> it just doesn't make sense it's like it just makes so much sense I don't understand the reliant I mean yeah there's money to be made Halliburton but like there's also money to be made with solar energy like it's not a one and done I mean you buy it and it's gonna your fucking panels are gonna die out I don't know Things that are in, make me angry. Oh, yeah. Solar roads. Ugh. No. no. Ugh. no. Yeah, crazy. let's take a road that we can just patch up. Let's make the road a computer. That sounds like a good idea. No. That won't go wrong. Not even a computer. I think just, it's stupid. I that soaks up, I, that absorbs energy and can transfer the energy. You don't even need, <clears throat> you just need a special kind of asphalt that it's transfers clear. that heat. No, not even like true solar. Like, yeah. Heat transfer, or it's not solar. It's a form of photonic capture. Anyway, (laughs) I read this whole thing about solar roadways and why they're 
totally stupid. Um, I mean, it, they're a good idea, but like... Well, I'm clearly not a scientist. Of course they're... There are issues like... Like the... Not the whole idea of solar roadways, but the panel that is like on BuzzFeed and shit. It's like each little section is a computer because it has like lights and oh. it can like heat the road and shit. I don't know about that. Um, and That sounds scary. It's too much. It's too much. I just want a hot road that <laughs> someone's put a fucking... Yeah, give me your trip. hot road. Something on to take the heat away. Your hot load. Anyway. Um, yeah, stupid Republican... Super Republicans. Sorry, you're still stupid. And there's no one like there's not people consistently standing up to the craziness of Donald Trump. They're just like, yeah, whatever. It's like who's left who is left to alienate? <laughs> Everyone feels alienated. I don't feel like there's any group out there that doesn't feel like they're being tread on. White people feel tread on. Black people feel tread on. Gay people feel tread on. Arab Americans feel tread on. They everyone feels tread on. Who? Who's left? Republicans. Just yeah. Give up. Just give up. End it. America's over. The end. <laughs> it, I mean. You know what? The, instead of uh, instead of. Uh, State of the Union. This is actually my farewell. America is officially over. Gavel, gavel, goodbye. That would be a fun State of the Union. And then the people that listen to this podcast that are anarchists are like, woohoo! <laughs> yeah. I don't. The libertarians are like, perfect! God, they're all No white, government! White men with beards. No. But you know what? Men are great. I love men. Love white men. Oh, they do great things. They're the they're the most. They've had the biggest impact on civilization and history. There's this like guy. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, in bad ways. <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, I don't want to hate on on men just because uh, they listen to this. And <laughs> oh yeah. And. Um, I don't actually hate all men. Men are great. White men are great. You know, I'm, I like the idea of libertarianism if the world didn't need help. <laughs> like, it makes sense, but like, I feel like the government has the potential to be such a powerful force for change in the social. If meritocracy Services. was real, libertarianism would be great. But um, right. <laughs> we need like social programs and shit to raise people up. And then once everyone's raised up, then sure, get rid of all the bullshit. But until that time, you can't just like what I feel like Steve Bannon and the Trump administration is wanting to do, which is like dismantle <laughs> all of these. What do you call it? Deconstructionism? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's too much. It's too much. We're not there yet. We haven't proven ourselves to start giving up and loosening the, the chains. 
Yeah, this is nothing now. We're just not, we're not talking. I'm so tired. Yeah, let's end this. I'm done. It's been great. Bye, guys. Okay, bye. Surviving You fucks. <laughs>